show today. I have uh, Chris Gruen with us um, who has a new some new music out Coast and Refuge um, and he just recently got off tour and we've had Chris on a couple times before and uh, I know that he just got back from a tour so we're going to be talking today to him about this new music that is a fantastic track What Brings You which is one of the tracks on the newest uh, release, which is Coast and Refuge. And um, let's see, what I'd like to say really quick before we start our show is if you would like to listen to the show afterwards, it will be available on iTunes as a podcast and also on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio on demand. 
And I also wanted to say um, one of our guests that we just had recently on, Willie Nile, his CD, his uh, newest release came out today. I'm sure, Chris, you probably know him. I'm going to bring Chris into the studio real quick now, and we are going to talk. There you are, Chris. Hello. <laughs> hey, Holly. How, how, how I'm so doing? glad you're here. And you're you're back I'm home now. Thank you. That's That's awesome. I don't know where my uh, co-host is today. I don't know. He hasn't mm-hmm. called in yet. Maybe he'll be calling soon. But uh, this new release is fantastic. Um, Thank you. And, you know, I know that music is really important to you, and I know the simplicity of life is really important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you like to write about really, I mean, your music just kind of tells a story. It's got a really... Uh-huh very, you know, feeling to it, like it's telling a story and everything, like that song. Um, let's talk about, like, your newest release and a little bit about who played on it and about your tour and stuff like that and your inspiration. Sure, sure. Well, yeah, so you just opened up with What Brings You, which was the first single mm-hmm. that we released, um, approaching the release mm-hmm. date for Coast and Refuge. And um, it was the first... Uh, collaboration um, that I uh, felt really great about that kind of um, became the inspiration for the entire record. All of the songs on Coast and Refuge are co-writes and collaborations with producers and songwriters uh, from California, from New York, from, um, from it's actually Sweden, Finland. Um, it, it became a world, uh, a world community uh, of artists that 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 joined me for this work, and um, four of the songs on the record were written with me by a man named uh, Brad Gordon. He was the co-writer on that mm-hmm. song you just played, "What Brings You," and uh, and and the production that he put together was really organic, and it's just such a pleasure. Every time I listen to the song, I'm listening to his choices and what he did there. Uh, oh yeah. In the studio, kind of after he and I sat down and wrote the song together, and I did my parts. He assembled a wonderful in-studio band um, a couple times for the different tracks, and uh, and that was one of the good ones. That song, incidentally, uh, three years ago now, uh, two three years ago now, was used for a big American Eagle Outfitters commercial, um, and it and that commercial oh, really? was yeah yeah and the. It was the first commercial. I've gotten a few big ones, and there's the first one where the chorus vocals actually were part of the song. Because often, you know, a lot of people will hear about one of their, you know, the artists they like getting a commercial, but most often it's really our the, the sound bed. It's really the instrumental of the song that gets those commercials, and it's rare, rarely that the, the vocals will be uh, appropriate for the commercial as well. And this one, they use the choral vocals all the way through, so I was really happy about that. But amazingly enough, they shot the video just by chance in the exact same physical locations that the song was written about and, and in. I, I did most of my part really? of that song. Right, yeah. Wow. I did most of my part of that songwriting in Santa Barbara, the stretch between Los Angeles and Santa Barbara. They mm-hmm. shot the commercial in those locations as well and um, and really kind of set the tone for the record. It's really kind of a summer, California summer-sounding record. 
Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. I wish yeah. I'd known you were out here again. Yeah, that would have been <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, we. No, no, no. It, it's on. great. Yeah, let's. You know, I mean, it's. I love the picture on the front. That's great. It looks like it's a hotel room or uh, something like with Cuba a, or somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah. And then I love yeah. the back picture. It looks like that might be even Oregon or North Cali. The picture you know where you're is? on the bend there. Kind of a funny story. I, I, I. We looked at a bunch of stock photos with the designer mm-hmm. for the back of the record, and they knew that I wrote a lot of those songs in and about kind of the mm-hmm. California coastline. So they yeah. went looking for California and northern coastline images, and that one came up, mm-hmm. and we loved it, and so we used it. And it wasn't until three weeks ago when we were touring South San Francisco that we come around the corner on, on, you know, on the Pacific Coast One, and it's Bigsby Bridge. Yeah. I'm just driving down the yeah, road. I'm like, is. wait a minute, that's the cover of the record. <laughs> that's what I thought it was. That's what yeah. I thought it was, and I wasn't really sure because yeah. I know those roads. That's right, so funny. Right, me too, yeah. yeah. But that's, for your own record, like, not, not to know it. And, and, and then, and so my and something really special, we can talk about this too, but I toured yeah. with... I toured with my my daughter who's 12 for the first time she came with me on that two and a half oh, weeks out west and we started in Austin Texas and we went through Albuquerque New Mexico and we did California and New York and um, and she was with me when we came around the corner we we're both looking at her going that's the cover of the record right there so we got out of the are car you serious the pictures with, kids are with so the on it they know yeah yeah, yeah they know. That is great. How did she like going on tour with Dad? Oh, she was so good at it. It seemed to her like she was stepping into a jacket that had been, you know, uh, custom made for her. She really, she did it great. She could, you know, she rolled late nights, early mornings, and always really well with a good attitude, good sense of humor. She was really really uh an asset in the way that she would connect with the venue and the fans oh, and the awesome. bands that we were meeting and hanging with and mm-hmm. everyone loved her we went and hung out with jody denberg at kutx in austin and she got to meet jody who's a character and an important person in our in my life you know mm-hmm. she met a bunch of a bunch of people that otherwise just been talking about um and uh to meet them firsthand, so she's she's kind of bringing. Now she's coming home with me and bringing more knowledge of what it is I'm doing when I'm away from home, back to the family. So it's really nice for me. And um, and she's a songwriter, yeah. a burgeoning songwriter too. She she uh, oh, performed. She, I performed one of her songs with her at the shows on the road sometimes. So. Really? Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's great. Well, you know, I have a funny story to tell you. One time, I was a. Uh, working with Alan Parsons, and he was at the Canyon Club, you know, in L.A., out there mm-hmm. in Calabasas. And guess who was running his merch table? His kids. That's it. That... They, were like, <laughs> they were like 11 and 14 years old. Exactly. And, and uh, they knew how to count the money, and uh, yep. they were running the merch table, and I was just cracking up because and now it seems like it's like a big family thing, you know. Um, exactly. Does your dad does your dad come out and see you play at all when you're playing locally? I'm sure he. Oh yeah. You know. Always. Got his he's own always stuff going there. On. He's always. Yeah. There. No, he comes. He comes. I mean, you know, when I was 
with Jesse Malin a few years ago. He came to he came to mm-hmm. Amsterdam because he was kind of going through Europe. He'll make a he'll jump on a plane if it's not a big one to come and see a show. He's he's an amazing fan and and supporter. And um, the the final show of this record release for Coast and Refuge mm-hmm. that we did was at Rockwood Two in New York, and he was there. And um, oh, wow. my wife, my my other daughter came down, and my, everyone came out. Jasmine was running the merch table like she had done at the shows, and, and oh, the family kind of, you know, looked like, look at that. Jasmine moved into a role, you know. It was really kind of cute. That's awesome. And just so everybody knows, Chris's dad is Bob Gruen, the photographer that is kind of le- – he's a legend in his own name as well as yourself. You're stepping mm-hmm. right into his – into the area, he's a iconic rock and roll photographer, and uh, take you know with during the Lennon Beatles and Lennon years and stuff like that. So, um, and other rock photography that's just amazing. And I asked you, I think last time when we did our show, what it was like growing up around your dad and being around all the all the musicians, and did you know that you wanted to you know do music? And I remember you telling me that it was just like such a trip because here it was all these people that you had only heard about and now you were seeing them in person it was uh it, it was trippy for you i remember you telling me that but i mean uh, i was yeah i was i was pretty young um uh-huh. you know my dad would was working from the time long before I was born so he was you know i was i, was, I wasn't really aware at the beginning that fame was or what notoriety was. So I kind of got to see Mm -hmm. what being known by the populace, by the masses looked like from the backstage forward, you know, kind of like hanging out with people who then went through a process of getting ready to step out on stage. um, And, then something big happened where there was a big roar and the audience came to life. And I kind of took me a long time to even consider what to be interested in trying to do something like that as well. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think that because I saw it from that perspective as a young kid, I, I, I never, it wasn't that whether I was interested in doing it or not, I never saw myself as being in that role because it was a, a, a real heavy lifting and I was watching yeah. it from the perspective of a kid, so I never really, I kind of thought, well, that's for other people. You know, that's, that's a lot of mm-hmm. work. Not to mention, just trying to keep up with my dad when he was in those nights for, for, when I was very young, it was tiring, and I kind of gravitated towards the country life, you know, early on. Yeah, then, no, and I know, and I understand that, yeah. yeah you know, no. And I'm still up here I in the country, it. but... But I love working as a musician, and I love mm-hmm. working in, in these big, beautiful cities around the world as a musician. I just don't know if I would ever really flourish living in a metropolis, especially with a family. Me too. I, I get it. You know? I get yeah. it. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like you go. You can only take things in short periods of time, right. and then when right. you get home, it feels like you can breathe again. You know. Right. It's, uh, exactly. It's, I, I get it. I totally understand what you're saying because it's like for me the same thing. I You never really know how much the silence that you really get from living in such a 
great isolated beautiful area is when you're out then in the hustle and the bustle of a city and hearing so much noise and then you come home and it's so nice and quiet and calm I get it it's like the same thing for me but um Mm -hmm. who worked with you on this newest release um who were some of the people that uh okay yeah yeah so like I mentioned Brad Gordon um and Mm -hmm. Brad works uh he's 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 a player in a band called the Weepies, which is a pretty cool band. And um, uh, a guy named Dan Wilson, Semisonic, who also wrote the song Thank You uh, with Adele. So um, yeah. a couple of major uh, uh, projects of his own. Uh, he works with Brett Den, and he, do, he recently did five songs, did the horns for five songs on um, um, uh, Vance Joy's record. So, you know, he was the first uh, L.A. producer-songwriter that I started working with on a regular for this record. Then there's um, Justin Gray, who is a fantastic producer-songwriter in his own right, uh, uh, recorded, you know, uh, platinum records with Joss Stone. He's worked with uh, Mariah Carey. He worked with, uh, recently did a, a, a couple of songs with the Dirtbirds, um, more of a big pop producer. He did the songs Lions and Tightrope with me. Um, oh, really? Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Another, um, let's see, where were we on that? Oh, yeah. I, I, I wrote one song called Young Hearts on this record with a woman named Pepina mm-hmm. who, uh, who lives in Helsinki, Sweet, uh, sorry, Finland. And um, we met uh, while showcasing at Sundance Film Festival. Um, that song made it onto my record as well. And I'm glad that it did. And um, oh, I actually have a co-write on there with uh, Heroes Peter Moran of Peter mm-hmm. Bjorn and John. Um, folks will oh, remember cool. them. That that, mm-hmm. that iconic uh, with indie rock anthem, you know, um, young folks. And uh, it's uh, recently was voted like in the top 100 most important songs of the century by Rolling Stone. It's interesting because I, I kind of raised my daughter, my daughter listening to that as an example of cool indie rock. And uh, through, through touring with Jesse Malin out in, well, we did like seven, what would we do? Like seven countries in a couple weeks and two in 2015. And, um, we went through Sweden, and uh, while playing in Stockholm, or maybe they saw me actually in Oslo, in Norway, uh, a promoter from a, a very cool music festival called Live at Heart that happens in the center of, of Sweden in a town called Örebro uh, saw me and invited me to the festival. And when I went back mm-hmm. to play that festival, uh, through a friend, we, we reached out, my camp reached out to Peter, if he wanted to sit down and write a song, and I was kind of like, hey, you got to try, you know, like I've, this this probably won't happen, but let's just see. And Peter came back, absolutely would love to. It sounds great, you know. And I was just beside myself. I'm like, wow, this is such a perk. And uh, he mm-hmm. set up our session in this old, you know, mythical uh, theater that was transitioned between things, and so it was dusty and full of and an old piano, and sat in there and wrote a song called now, which is on the record, and we have a cool video mm-hmm. for that song as well. If folks want to check it out by going to my website. Um, oh, that's cool! Yeah, let's give your website out real quick. 
Yeah, sure. Um, well, my name is spelled with a K, K-R-I-S. Last name is Gruen, G-R-U-E-N. So chrisgruen.com, and you'll find all the kind of current things going on from there for sure. Very cool. I know yeah, and there's, there's a, another there's a few more. Yeah, there's a few yeah. more on this, on this record. I would just mention I wrote a song with a guy named A.M., uh, who's a fantastic uh-huh. L.A.-based songwriter. That song's called You Say, and my wife is actually yeah, playing, yeah, yeah. Lead, my wife's playing lead guitar on that track, which is really kidding. Yeah, she kills oh, it on wow. that track. It's awesome. <laughs> um, and then uh, a couple, of, an up-and-coming uh, folk singer-songwriter duo, married couple, Jim and Sam, um, wrote the closing track. Um, with me, 2008. Really love these guys. They're Santa Monica-based. If folks have a chance to check out Jim and Sam, they do tour up through, uh, you know, up the coast and through wine country up to San Francisco on a regular, so you should check oh, them really? out. Oh, really? Okay. Fantastic. I'm going to have to You'd find them. them. Yeah, I'll They're go amazing. see them for sure. Yeah, okay. signed with Network and Vancouver. Great band. Really? Great label. Cool project. Okay. Yeah. Then, finally, there's a, a guy named Ramin Sai, who is... Uh, uh, one of the special creators, producers of a band called Supreme Beings of Leisure from back in the day, like a really cool trip-hop band that I used to love, and I got the chance to write a couple of him for this record, one of which is on, on the record that we have. Uh, it's called Big City. And mm-hmm. another one's going to be coming out with, in an EP arrangement in a few months probably, and that song is called Song for Yesterday. So I think that pretty much, I think that's the, oh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I mentioned Brad Gordon. There's, oh, oh so wait cute. a minute. Sorry, there's one. You asked me. <laughs> I, I almost missed it. Coming down around me, I'm glad you asked if I wanted that's to play that That's what I was going to tell you about. I love yeah, we're that gonna song. we're going to play that at the end. Okay, that's good. That's the song that you did for a movie. Talk, let's yeah. talk about it. Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay, cool. Well, coming down around me, uh, this so again, every mm-hmm. single song on the record is a co-write. And in this instance, the co-write is with the writer-producer. I'm sorry, the writer-director mm-hmm. of the movie All These Small Moments, which recently premiered at Tribeca Film Festival. Um, mm-hmm. the, the writer-director's name is Melissa B. Miller, and she co-wrote this. And mm-hmm. really, her 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 part in it was writing uh, the lyrics for the chorus, Really great, and the song was modeled after a song, an Elliott Smith song called Angelis, and uh, mm-hmm. I was really proud of the likeness, um, but, you know, not at all. I don't think someone would be able to say that they heard that song in it if I don't point it out. Um, so I was really happy about that, and um, That's so I, cool. I just think the song, it's, it's really the kind of it's folk. It's so great. That you, it's a pop yeah, know what I, You know what I love? is that your music is getting taken into film and television, like that mm-hmm. one for the ad. I know, I remember hearing now, you're telling me about the vocal. I remember hearing that um, mm-hmm. in an ad. And mm-hmm. uh, this Sundance film, is it going to be released here? Um, I know it's called uh, All These Small Moments. It has Molly Ringwald and... Uh, Jem- uh, who is it? Jem- well, Jemima Kirk. It? Jemima from Kirk, the, yeah. From the show Girls. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and there's some other great yeah, actors. And there's some cool. young up-and-comers that, that are really the stars, and they're great. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is going to get distribution. I think it's through Lionsgate. Um, oh, nice. Um, but don't quote me on that. I'm not 100%. But, yeah, and there's talk of a of a soundtrack, uh, a compilation soundtrack coming out. So in that case, the song would be used for that. And it would be it, – it's a pivotal scene that the song is used for. I'm really not just happy to make it into the movie, but to actually be associated with a, with a really important scene in the film. So, yeah, really, really good stuff, yeah. I wanted to say I want to apologize to my listeners if the audio is going in and out. There's a major problem with the studio, not on, on my end, um, on the end of where it's being, uh, the servers are. Um, mm. There was a little issue. I almost wasn't sure whether we were going to be able to do this show today because I couldn't get in. But I got mm. I got into my studio and uh, got your music up, and um, I heard your audios cutting in and out a little. Is mine on my end cutting out too? Just for like a second, every few minutes, you'll cut out for yeah. a second, and then it'll cut, it'll cut yeah, out for like two seconds. Yeah, it's happening on your end too. Yeah, I'm hearing yeah, that. Yeah, on your end too. So, if anyone's listening from a blog talk radio, guys, the audio is going in and out. Could you please try to fix it? Um, anyway, so <laughs> no, I know they said they had technical difficulties earlier, but um, what I wanted to say was, uh, if you tuned in late, uh, this is Chris. Where I'm talking to Chris Gruen about his newest music and about we're talking going to talk a little bit more about his tour um, with Coast and Refuge, which um, is a fantastic album. Um, you know the tracks on here are great. You've got 13 tracks on here. Um, I love, I love the whole, the whole presentation. The packaging is really great. Um, mm-hmm. You've got, you know, all the information and wow, that's really cool. Your wife got to tour with you and play, play guitar on, on some yeah. music. That's uh, awesome. She doesn't come out on the road, but when there's studio time, you know, if she's available, we'll mm-hmm. bring her in from time to time. And, and everyone, the perfect addition, and and uh, she plays guitar on three songs on the record, but the the one that's a I think most uh, you know effective and just awesome is that song you say. She like really brings the song to a new level, new place. Really love it. Um, and she plays on Big City as well, and that really kind of sweetened the track a lot. It's really really nice to do that with your with your significant other. <clears throat> So that's, you mentioned uh, cool. Willie Willie Niles got a release coming out. And, it um, came out just, today. Do you lo- don't you love Willie? Yeah, Willie's I do. I was great gonna, guy. Have you seen uh, Have you seen him play? Well, I was going to say that, that he's just kind of part of this small Americana rocker community that I'm getting closer nice. and closer with these days. You know, and and I'm I couldn't be happier about it. You know, it, I really kind of entered into the the. In the circle that I'm talking about through. Then you're in uh, a great circle. He's just yeah, a fantastic yeah. person like yourself. And uh, I had him on a couple weeks ago, and uh, his newest release came out today. It's available. Mm. Um, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I you know got to play some of the pieces beforehand because you know every one of his CDs are so different. Like yeah. you know, it's just and a he's different. Got a lot. He's a different got a huge, mm-hmm. he's got a huge catalog now, 
And you know, I was going to say well, that I, I kind of, you know, got to know Willie through, well, yeah. it's, like, it's all different avenues to know some New York communities through my dad, actually. Mm-hmm. It started, you know, with mm-hmm. Jesse Malin, but now it's to Alejandro Escovedo. Alejandro Escovedo, who Alejandro Escovedo. A, yes, we love Alejandro. That's a dear friend. Alejandro. Yeah. Yeah. I went and I saw yeah. him in concert when he was out here. He's He's just, he and his wife are both amazing people. Nancy, I met his yeah. family while they were out here because his family live out here. So That's right. They He's got family in lots of places. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were all sitting together and listening. And, uh, and that was the night that he played with some of the guys from REM. And uh, it was amazing. It was so good. Yeah. Everyone was just standing up. He just like you know, rock the place. And I know that right. um, I'm going to have him on pretty, again, pretty soon. You should call in that day. He's oh, a good guy. To. Yeah, he, he, he's he, really he's become, a good guy. become a real mentor for me. I, you know, I, so I, oh, I started so nice touring to with him. I started touring mm-hmm. last November. I did some Western, Western cities. We did uh, uh, Albuquerque, uh uh, Denver and Salt Lake City, and oh, Hollis, that actually fun. before Albuquerque, and then and then mm-hmm. he he asked me on to all of his weekend shows while New York residency uh, in April through beginning of June, all of May basically, and I was touring with him all over these uh, northern East Coast states. He would do these shows with his full band uh, in New York at small rooms like. Like the Bowery Electric or Berlin or the or, or Jesse's new place Coney Island Baby, and he would be he'd be playing those with full you know Jesse's band behind him and and all these guests would come out, um, you know uh, Lenny Kay would come out Sylvain Sylvain would play, and um, oh wow and he would pack those out and then he would do these large theaters and halls with me solo on the weekends he and I one after the other both solo sets for like you know. 500 seaters and, and bigger, um, and it was just this amazing. Uh, it was really like a a real romantic kind of weekend routine for me to be able to go hang out with sure. them. Sure. Because getting to know both of them, you know, Nancy, as you said, is a wonderful person and a really important oh, presence yeah. now in Alejandro's scene. And uh, and we would really hang out and and we'd do the shows and we'd hang out all night and then go another. I'm like these guys. These guys, uh, you know, they they they're not, you know, youngsters, and they really hang. They really still have a good time, and they're like making me feel like I I'm getting old sometimes, and I'm you know 20 years of scene. Oh no! Senior. Yeah, it's not funny. Yeah. I know. Yeah, he's, he's I know it's like they have so much energy, and you know, but you know, I want to hear more about your tour that you just recently got off of. What was the response along the way from people yeah. with the music? What did people, well, how did people, what they say? Yeah, people are loving, I mean, the thing is, like, as far, I've, I toured this record, which is fully, every song's produced. I don't think there's a thing, there's definitely no solo songs on the record, uh, but, um, the song, the record is full, well and full and rich production, um, and I'm doing these tours solo, so it's kind of a, a confusion in a way for for the listener. There, 
they're hearing the bare bones structure of these tunes, but I've really learned how to put on a, a great solo set from, from opening for Jesse Malin and opening for Alejandro and, and really oh, learning wow. how to bring energy to us to a you know, a single acoustic and a single vocal performance. And so it really comes across in, in the energy you put into your performance, the connection you make with your audience, the stories that you tell in between and how much you mean it and, and um I, I really felt good about that as being what I was offering on this tour. As far as you know, as far as people's reaction to the music, I've been getting a, I think a, a more appropriate critique and, and response through through the through writers, you know, and 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 playlist producers and blogs, mm-hmm. you know, writers online. First time, and it, this is my fourth full length now. First time we're getting more than one or two of the songs off the record featured. So in the past, there'd be one or two standout tracks that were clearly the one that would be most appreciated by the widest range of people. Mm-hmm. And for the record, we've got like six or seven songs that are being played. Almost, it's the, it's the greater majority of the record being reviewed and, and appreciated and enjoyed and recognized as music that will appeal to a lot of people. So... That would that's that's a great thing, and I'm really excited about that. Yeah. No, 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 absolutely. And you know what's really cool about the music itself too? It kind of tells a story. Um, mm-hmm. The whole album does. Um, and you know, you do get the feeling of the California coastline. You do get the feeling, you know, of just the whole, the whole vibe, you know, with mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. Where were some of the your favorite places that you played during this tour um, that you really oh, like that and you want to well, go back? Well, you know, I am always excited to get out to, back to California, but on the way we mm-hmm. had some wonderful stops. We started in Austin, and I got to, like mm-hmm. I was saying, I got to play KUTX, which is uh, Austin's uh, music uh, station of their big public, KUT. Okay, and uh, one of the best, best, stations in the music in the market um you know mm-hmm. mid and western big public radio they're of course they're an important important station tastemaker station and i got to play in their beautiful studio there and jody denberg was the interviewer and he's a like i said he's a he, he knows everybody and i know him through bob and alejandro and everybody and and uh so it was like family mm-hmm. it's really cool and uh and we did the cactus cafe while we were there which is a legendary cafe that uh um, you know, everybody's picture that has that has been a staple in Austin f- over the years uh has played mm-hmm. on a regular has been residencies. Um and uh and then uh, we went from there, we drove through the middle of nowhere, Texas to get up to Albuquerque and we played up in Albu- Albuquerque and we played a show in uh in uh in Taos. Um but uh, we headed out. You know, one of the most amazing places I think we played on the on the tour um, was uh, this new version of a club everyone uh, would probably be acquainted with called Largo in 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 West Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. it has turned into a place called No Name, and it looks like a boarded up, closed you know storefront. Most the new owners have. Cr- kind of pop-up um, 
luxurious club that happens kind of only when they have something that they want to present and they have the right people to work with. And, um, and I, I met the owners through some friends in town who came to a, a backyard, kind of a little showcase in someone's backyard, and they really mm-hmm. loved the show. And they said, well, when you do your record release for this batch of songs, do it at No Name with us. And sure enough, we did. And, man, did they help us put on a sweet evening for that. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's really, great. really, yeah. really, really nice. Nice night. I like to hear about those kinds, that type of venue that that is around because recently, I mean, that is very prevalent in this area, you know, in the whole Northern California area. We have yeah. a lot of that. People just show up, they'll play, you know, vineyards or they'll just play, you know, we have a lot of open mic nights where people will just show up and they'll be out, you know, at a place somewhere, maybe having dinner, and they get up and they're there and they play. It's yeah. crazy. You never know who's going to be there, you know, because in this area we have a lot of people that are performers that, you know, and artists that live here. So they'll just show up and say, hey, I'm going to play and whatever. Have you gone to Nashville yet? I, I know that I think you yeah. did. Yeah, I played Nashville. Uh, well, what do you think of Nashville? Nashville's amazing. I mean, every yeah. single person in that city ha- can write a hit mm-hmm. song, and um, and they're writing out of uh, you know the Americana uh, songbook they, for the most part. Um, you know, your cab driver is going to have more knowledge about music than music professors on the East Coast will be able to give you, and um, and it's just saturated in. I, I I was lucky enough to play some great shows in Nashville with some local musicians and share stages with other up-and-coming bands. And, um, you know, I was, I was uh, in circles early on uh, when Cage the Elephant was coming into focus and, you know, about 10 years before they finally broke, but um, kind of got to know folks who were managing them. And uh, we played uh, the Mercy Lounge, 8 on 8. We played uh, 12th and Porter. We played 3rd and Lindsley. We played the basement under the record store. What's that? I think it's just called the basement, right? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really great small clubs. And a friend of mine who's a great songwriter in town, Joe Doyle, got to got to work with Joe and play some shows with him. And um, so yeah, we have a small community in Nashville. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. that, I, I love Nashville. Nashville's got such a great vibe to it. I know that um, they're trying to. I know there's a film festival that I'm involved in that is going to be there. Um, you know, th- they're going to do another uh, film festival there, so it should be kind of cool. Hey, you know, um, the eclipse is happening right now for everyone listening. Yeah. Um, yeah. That may be the reason why we're having tech, uh, you know, in and out issues as well. No, I, I, you know, because I just thought about it, you know, because I just got, um, you know, a notification on my phone from somebody about that. Yeah, it's uh, always, you know, when we have sunspots or solar flares, it Mm -hmm. always causes the TVs or, you know, radio or telephones or whatever. It kind of goes in and out. It's weird. you should notice that out if you're out there in the middle of nowhere like I am, and it's uh, it happens. But yeah, this uh, 
eclipse is pretty heavy duty and uh, a lot of really amazing energy out there in the air right now. Um, yeah. Did you see the full moon last night? Yeah, we did. It was illuminating. Wasn't it cool? <laughs> it was gorgeous. Well, yeah. You're, yeah, and you don't have any lights around you, so like me, it's like I'm out in the middle of the vineyard looking at it, and it's like, wow, you know. Exactly. It's, uh, you don't have exactly. any. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, we live. Very at, we inspiring. Live at the foot, we live at the foot of the Worcester Range here in, in central Vermont, central oh, northern wow. Vermont, and uh, like you said, mm-hmm. yeah, no light pollution, so we can see the sky mm-hmm. very wet, very easily. Um, it's beautiful. It's it's. Uh, we'll see how the evening affects everybody as it plays out. Hey, they say we're but, supposed to have two moons in the sky during this eclipse. We're going to have uh-huh. the moon itself, and then I think it's Mars is going to be wow. Mars. Yeah, Mars that's going to be up there that's going to be as big as the moon. So wow. it kind of reminds me of a Star Wars movie. <laughs> Star Wars, what planet was that that they had two moons? I forgot. Are you going to be um, able to see it? Uh, is it only going to be viewable? Be, we will not. We will not in the in the USA be able to see it. I know they're seeing it in Europe and South Africa and, um, you know, right. all along that area. But we can see it on the net, on Sleuther, nice. on NASA. Yeah, cool. I, it's happening now. So, yeah, but those nice. two moons, the two moons in the sky is going to be kind of kind of crazy. I think that's just, just such a ominous type thing, you know. Yeah, um, totally. But, you know, I want to get back to... To Coast and Refuge. Um, how did you come up with that name? Well, going out to California to do this work has been mm-hmm. um, a really uh, not rejuvenating, but just fulfilling um, process habit. I, I mean, I, it's not a habit, but it's been kind of a, every season or so I would head to LA to 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 do some co-writes until it became clear that we were putting together a record. At first, I was just experimenting with new writers over there. And um we were getting great results so I was going back. And and California really does feel very different to me. I'm I'm a, definitely an East Coaster, never lived out west. Um you know, born in New York City, went north to Vermont, through Connecticut, and then upstate New York and um, going out to California is kind of mystical and, and getting to know it as a place to love, you know, and that really happens once uh-huh. you have a community. And so once I had people out there, both in Los Angeles and, uh, up Francisco and then points between it be refuge in a sense, like I would head out there to kind of, uh, remember the other of my life. I, 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 for listeners who don't know me that well, you know, I have a, a family here in Vermont, two kids. My wife's a farmer, very grounded here where I am. And yet I've, you know, these connections from before. And, and that really has a lot to do, I think, with a, with the musician's story. It's the music keeps you connected to your, to your history and the road brings you back to the past and makes it fresh again, over and over again. You know, you, you kind of, you're following these tracks that you've laid down. Once you've had a good connection with the place, you make sure to go back there. And so the past is never too far away. 
Um, and if you're someone like me who really loves relationships and staying close to people over the years and not losing connections, then it's a refuge of sorts, um, hitting the road and getting back out there to play some music and, and connect with people. So that's what it was. It was it was a new coast, and it was this refuge, and that's where the name came from. Oh, that's great. You know, I think uh, that, that's a really good analogy for it because, you know, Really seriously, this whole area does have its own vibe, and I really do love what they're doing with these pop-up things. I think that's great, um, the pop-up venue in um, L.A. that you were telling me about. Um, yeah, it's a it's what, a phenomenal restaurant, too. I mean, but they don't uh-huh. do shows oh, on really? a regular basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's one of the better restaurants I've been to in town, mm-hmm. um, and the, the, in the decor and the the stuff going on inside is unbelievably beautiful and tasty. And each panel, there's four panels of art installation on each side of the room, and each panel was done by a famous artist, curated by a famous artist. One was done by Marcus Mumford of Mumford and Sons. Uh, and oh, I'm gonna was, go then. I'm gonna check it out. You gotta go What's check the name that of it out. Again? Yeah. It's called No, no Name. That's it. That's no how name. you remember. Okay, yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to ask yourself. If you have to ask yourself what the name is, that will remind you that it has no name. It's just no name. <laughs> no, I'm actually absolutely going to check that out because that sounds pretty interesting. I'd love to uh, find a little bit more about that and find out if they do uh, any type of uh, events, you know, there. That would be a kind of a cool venue to do, like, something with film or, you know, yeah. even food, you know, oh, yeah. being that you said that. You don't get me started about food. But, you know, I wanted to ask you, what are you currently working on right now now that you're off, um, you know, off the road and you've got your latest release out and stuff like that? Well, um, we're, we're trying to finish up a video for um, for Coming Down Around Me for that song that was in the movie, mm-hmm. All These Small Moments. And um, we're probably mm-hmm. going to do that shortly. Um I head uh, back to back to Europe. Uh, well, actually, I'm going to do I'm going to do oh, wow, the nice. summer summer jam in New York City with Jesse and the crew on the 25th of August, which is oh, in the, uh, in really the park? Cool. in the park. He it's at the Bowery Ballroom, and oh, okay. uh, yeah, it's a Bowery. But last year it was at Asbury Park. It was at the Stone Pony last year. And he brings together some amazing, you know, cool. names. He, you know, Craig Finn from the Hold Steady, Tommy Stinson mm-hmm. from Placements. They're going to be these are the yeah, people that Tommy, play, yeah. you know. Um, and uh, so we do that at Barry Ballroom on the 25th of August, and then I do it again with him in London on the 9th of September. Oh wow! Seventh, sorry, seventh of September. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll be there ahead of that. I'll be in Sweden playing that festival I was telling about live at heart uh, again, nice. uh, doing shows in Stockholm and around that area. And then I fly over to London and play Rough Trade, and then play the 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 the, uh, tri- the, the Joe Strummer tribute. Um, yeah, <clears throat> at oh, Big that's Walls so on cool. The 7th. And then the next night I I'm going to be playing. That. Cool, yeah, and I'm going to be playing with, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Craig Finn and Jesse are doing an acoustic show up at, in mm-hmm. Manchester. I'll do that with them and do some do more shows. So I'm kind of gearing up for that tour, um, bringing Coast and Refuge over to the U.K. for a minute and having some meetings about the music happening over there. Um, mm-hmm. And, 
And then there's some more talk about coming back out to California in middle of October. Yay. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's perfect. Oh, yeah? Oh, no, you have, cool. to, you have to come visit me because it's going to be um, harvest time around oh, that nice. time, a little bit after. It'll be a little bit after, but it's still so beautiful. And, I mean, you know, it doesn't compare to Vermont, but, I mean, we, we're still along the Oregon coast, so we're getting the season changes. So we still get all the colors and all the different mm-hmm. things that happen. So that's what's really cool about being here. And then Southern California, you don't really get too much. But once you get up closer to the Oregon coast, you get, you know, the color changes and the seasons and stuff like that. But, um, no. you know, I wondered, you know, on these tracks, on this uh, the newest release that you just finished, mm-hmm. um, I know you talked about a couple of the songs that you recorded um, Are there any tracks on here That really stand out to you That have a story that you want to tell Our listeners about um, Like you said oh, I, I strive for a storyline In, in, in mm-hmm. every song um, A lot of these yeah, songs are, are about traveling And they're about uh, not every one of them, but a lot of them are about traveling. Sometimes short trips, sometimes mm-hmm. far, you know, longer trips, and, and about distance, short, you know, shorter and greater distances, um, and what it's like to be away from from the people you love, or, or going to find people to connect with and and make a wider circle in places you've been. So it's really what about the songs are really about for the most part. A couple of the songs are about are distinctly about trying to. Uh, navigate uh, living the you know, I, I do I I think I write a couple of these on every record uh, living the life that 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 my wife and I are living and really maintaining a deep and meaningful connection all the way through it that 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 the distance and the separate paths are um, are are comments to our connection not challenges but of you know, the challenges are when embraced are the thing the greatest fruit. So these songs uh, the point to in a minute is really exploring kind of a conversation that she and I have back and forth. And um, the song I'm referring to is called Face the Music. And it, it could be the song I'm proudest of on the record. Um, I think it has the, 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 you know, the most legs of any song. I think it stands the test of time. It's a really excellent song, in my opinion. And um, it, it it never outruns itself. It doesn't try too hard. It's honest as can be. The songwriting is, is derivative of conversation. So it's, it's wordsmithing in the sense that it's great editing, but it's re- super honest. It's really the conversation, uh, word for word. And there's a beautiful melody in there, great feel. We've got Butch Norton playing the drums over the loop on that track. So Butch is Lucinda Williams, drummer forever, and Tracy Chapman before that. But originally in the band Eels, he's one of my favorite drummers ever, and I get to play with him from time to time. Um, he's on that track, keeping keeping the time and keeping everyone honest. Um, just a great song about saying, yeah, I know we want more from life. I know we both are mm-hmm. striving for these goals, but don't forget to stop and recognize what's been accomplished already. And there's this incredible um, richness here 
in this moment. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's, you know, I would advocate for, for listeners to check that song out. I really love that one. Oh, that's cool. So that's cool. You've got some that you really like. I mean, you probably they're all your little babies. They're all so different. Right. I know what you mean, though. Um, it's like you don't always full fall, you know, fully mm-hmm. in love with with everything that's going on in the record. I mean, I, I like the record a lot, and um, a lot of the songs are accomplishments in the sense that they're more pop than I've ever probably gotten. But mm-hmm. as you kind of but the essence is still of, there. The realness and the truth yeah. and the feelings is still all cool. there. I can still really hear that in every single mm. track. Um, no, 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 totally. You know, so I want to tell you um, that we're ending our show today with Coming Down Around Me, which is uh, from the film, um, All These Small Moments. And you're work, currently working on a video for that, right? Yeah. That's what you're saying? Okay. Cool. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to ask you if there's anything else that we wanted to add here, because I know that um, there are so many really different types of music. Different Songs are all so different, and they each tell a different story. That's why I was asking you which one really resonated with you and what people were saying on the road um, um what well was, you know yeah no, no, some no, of the, for it. i was going to say the, the, the tracks that are probably getting the most attention right now are uh, body in motion which is the lead off track which is just a really mm-hmm. good feel good um high energy uh track mm-hmm. very summary track and that really is oh, yeah. just about it's really about about getting out and doing it and and moving from place to place and you know when you're on the road you have a blend of of more relaxed shows and interspersed with some really important showcases and important music cities um and that song kind of makes reference to you know when you're in when you're in a big town and you've got an important show you really got you really have to make it happen and that song's just about like you know Make, making it, you know, bringing the energy and making it happen. So uh, that song's been fun. And um, what brings you as you opened up with, um, I think uh, You Say has been getting a lot of play, and Every Day and Night Now um, has been getting play. And I, those are the songs we've been pushing the most, but I think we're starting to see Lions poke out. You know, Lions is a, is a big pop song on that record. Um, and uh, and I and and coming down around me is starting to like show up. It's like, you know, it's like six six or more songs. Are, oh, and big and so big city. So like six or seven songs now are being mm-hmm. uh, held up by radio. Oh, one thing I might mention is for the first time yeah. again, another first for this record is that mm-hmm. um, we are charting nationally on on college radio on on national radio. Oh, how um, cool is that? Yeah, we broke two, top top two hundred, um, and um, and it's been, you know, that's really really exciting and kind of it's really different to be known around the country through radio stations. Um, I have a mm-hmm. pretty sophisticated and complicated relationship with radio. I'm also the director of a community radio station, college community radio station. Oh, how neat! As a as a day job, yeah. You know job, what I'm yeah. talking about with the studio? Yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> the servers or whatever. I don't know. 
I, I was just told maybe, like I said, it was the eclipse or solar flares. I don't know, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's That's always fine. something. It's always something. I definitely know about that. I know. But it, it's really wonderful to, to start to, for the music to start to be, you know, wherever we'll go now, it'll be a, a deeper engagement with that place through its public, small and big public radio mm-hmm. stations, sometimes commercial radio stations. Got a chance to play a great new station in Laguna Beach in California when I was there. I really, really love those guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm forgetting the call letters. It's terrible forgetting the call letters right now. It's but a college station in Laguna? It's not. It's it's Laguna Beach's community radio. So oh, okay. just remember okay. that. They're new right and they really need listeners to know years. about them. What's that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived right near there for 18 years. I lived in uh, on the coast for 18 years right there. So I cool. totally get Laguna. I used to get in my car. I swear I would never take PCH. I would never take the freeways anywhere. I would no. always take PCH straight so down nice. to San Diego or to Laguna. Or when I went to L.A., I would take it all the way up to La Cienega and then get on the then get get on La Cienega and take that down in L.A. instead of getting on the freeways. I couldn't stand cool. the freeways. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's like like talking about breathing it's like you know going into LA and then coming back to the beach that was my mm. that was my uh you know my escape you know being able to come back living on the sand is like so different than mm. being anywhere else you know and then it being is. now here it's so different you know it's a whole opposite of that but it's all but you get it you know what I'm talking about it's just a whole I different do. lifestyle you know, What's what's interesting is before I really got to know L.A. Mm-hmm. and California through through Los Angeles or San Francisco through music, when I was a student in college, when I was about 20 years old, mm-hmm. I did a national yeah. outdoor leadership school uh, semester in Baja. And so I got to know the, oh, wow. you know, the flora of the desert and the you know, Sonoran oh, Desert yeah. and the Sea of Cortez smells and the feeling and the weather and so Gorgeous. coming into California yeah. always brings me back to earthy connection to the place so it's almost like mm-hmm. LA city to me it's just like a bunch of buildings on top of this natural <laughs> this this you know this biome uh, that I studied as a young person so I kind of it gets away with murder in me I, I don't even you know as a New Yorker I don't even recognize LA as a city it's kind of beautiful. no I get that I get that <laughs> and you know where I live the area that I'm in I found out recently and I didn't really know this because I was always wondering why there were so many lot there was so much an overabundance of lava rocks it's all built on volcanoes here yeah well, right. you know Sonoma, Napa, this whole area, you know, is all on volcanoes. And I didn't really know all of that until Mm. I started seeing how hard it was to dig in the ground, you know, when you're planning and trying to do things. You're hitting so much rock, and it's so much uh, volcanic rock. And there are a lot of hot springs here in this area as well. So. You know, and I, I just learned a little bit more about that. So it was very interesting to hear, you know, about that. But the desert gets cold at night, doesn't it, Chris? Yeah, it does. I kind of love that. People don't realize yeah. that, you know. Um, yeah. 
mentioned so going to Europe. You mentioned you're going to Europe, and you're mentioning all the really cool places you're going. Um, that's really neat. That I mean, you obviously like the European whole lifestyle type thing. Um, it seems like because you spend a lot of time over there. Um, well, and you know, Vermont is so much of a similar culture. <laughs> and it if is. you're going to pick no, no, one no, state, yeah, one state in the country that might mm-hmm. look like a, you know, like a Norway, Sweden, and behave like one, you would point to mm-hmm. Vermont. And and um, you know, these around food and health and small community and social welfare um it it's re- very similar but uh i don't know i i it's the second time that i've done you this, like this it festival there. i do i like mm-hmm. it there I, I i definitely like it i love the the age of the places mm-hmm. um the agedness and uh my 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 grandmother and my mother were born in france my mother was born in france and on my grandmother's side, there's a lot of attention paid to the French lineage of my family. Um, uh-huh. As a kid, we were connected to France. And, um, yeah, I, I definitely love Europe. I love traveling in general, but I, I love staying connected to, to Europe for sure. Have you have you spent much time in Canada at all? I love British Columbia. That's like probably my favorite place. I want to live there. I love British Columbia. I I, I have uh, Columbia a, a number of times for skiing. I'm a big outdoor winter outdoor enthusiast. Um, you gotta go that, there in the summer. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I haven't been there. I don't think I've been there in the summer. I mean, on the side uh, of the continent, I've spent a amount of time in Montreal because it's only two and a half hours from Montreal, mm-hmm. and uh, we can get there very easily. So. Yeah, I mean, I other than that, I have not spent a lot of time in Canada. Um, yeah, British Columbia is really cool because you're talking about the culture and the food and the people and exactly. the youngness and everything. That's a really great area, um, especially around the Gabriel Islands where Bouchard Gardens is. Um, it's just very, it's really beautiful. And you have to yeah, basically, when you travel around that area i got to take seaplanes to each little harbor because right. it's a tiny little town you know oh, cool. based on this uh, harbor and then you get to go you know either you ha- everyone has boats there so you're getting in a boat and you're traveling down to the next you know town or whatever and it's just so yeah. cool so yeah you One of the coolest check out gigs. Check it out there. Go ahead. Go go. Yeah. What what what? I was just gonna Tell say me. that one of the cooler gigs I've 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 had, even though it was very small, mm-hmm. was at a language international language school in uh, Blackcomb, British Columbia. And I got to ski mm-hmm. and play a show, you know, um and make oh, a new connection. Yeah, it was a it was a good good little jaunt. Yeah, never in the summertime. Um made, That's that's made, neat. That's really neat. You guys should take like a summer, you and your family, and go to Bashar Gardens if you like gardens and stuff. It was originally a rock quarry, and it oh, wow. started out years years ago. Yeah, a rock quarry. And the woman that married the gentleman that started it, um, she decided she wanted to make parts of it really beautiful. And now 
it's a full-blown garden, and, I mean, they've got a rose garden, a Japanese garden. They've got um, – they they serve tea there. They've got the high tea. It's got a very European feeling about it because uh, the woman, you know, in the was European. So she made it, you know, they've got – they serve high tea every day. They've got a tea house, and then they've got the Japanese garden, which is, like, off the hook, really amazing – and the rose gardens are really cool. I don't know if you and uh, your wife like gardens, gardens itself, but I think the kids would like it. It's really beautiful. Oh, yeah, and at night, gardens. yeah, and at night they have like music out on this big old grassy knoll that's really cool under the moonlight mm. or you know whatever on a on a nice British Colombian warm breezy night. What's um, it called again? What garden? Bouchard, it's called Bouchard. It's, it's Got it. Bouchard, Bouchard in British Columbia. Look it up, and uh, okay. I'm sure your dad knows about it. I'm sure he's gone there and probably taken pictures and stuff. It's just, it's, it's an amazing place. Cool. Um, but yeah, so you know, like I said, you're talking about going to Europe and stuff, and then you talked about Alejandro being a uh, mentor to you. Who else has been a mentor in your music career um, that you've, well, I, you know, I, I been know on? I've probably passed over this already, but um, definitely Malin as well. Um, oh, awesome. He, okay. You know, kind of as far as years, uh, mm-hmm. he he's, uh, he's he kind of sits there between myself and, and Alejandro. He's just... Um, He's a he he he's a a do it all uh, musical artist who who promotes um, from behind and from behind the scenes and on stage with seamlessly without a, a kind of an interruption in in moving through those roles and kind of in that way is is kind of recognizes this real honest New York um, salt like somebody who represents the true arts of of new york punk energy he was the lead singer of the band degeneration punk band that a lot of folks in new york really can and then became his own americana project uh, about 10 or 15 years with the help of ryan adams and uh, and uh, and now he just kind of holds a, a, a like a nice Somewhat large circle of musicians together, through him, uh, you know Billy Joe Armstrong and Stevie Ant and Bruce Springsteen. I mean, these are the big names. He'll pull together huge names. I mean, and I met him through Bob, my dad, and and uh, uh, and and they have a lot of history together, and they kind of collaborate in their own way through. On uh, my my dad's public birthday party. Uh, Everyone knows about it, but um, it's getting bigger and it's kind of getting too big for its britches. And my dad started to to not have it every year, but it started to become this this thing that Jesse would also help create that brought people together who had who wouldn't see each other without it. You know, people who've been working together in the past for decades, and then decades will go by. Uh, you know, and these are people who know each other for 40 years, and now they're only seeing each other at this event. And Jesse's kind of doing that in general, you know, and um, 
and and important for that for keeping a a, a lineage of rock and roll alive mm-hmm. and happening and happening still and connecting new people to these important veterans and uh, and staples of the New York rocker scene. Um, you know, handsome Dick Manitoba. You know the you know these names mm-hmm. that you wouldn't you know and and like I mentioned before, uh, Tommy Stinson. Um, everyone will show Tommy's up. Great. And, yeah, mm-hmm. Clem Burke. You know, Clem Burke from Blondie was the Clem, drummer. Yeah. Like, so, you know, on, on New Year's Eve last year, I got to sing a Clash song in front of Clem Burke. Uh, Billy really? Joe Armstrong was playing. Yeah, Billy Joe from Green Day was playing. Oh my God! Yeah, we've had them all guitar. on the show. Yeah, you, you know, that's, and oh, that's so cool. It, it's that's incredible, so cool. And, it's, you know, and it was in a room of two hundred people. Um, wow! But but you realize that you're part of a family in those moments, um, mm-hmm. in the sense that it's it's a public family. It's a family that's a family for a reason for the world you know you're 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 rocking mm-hmm. and hanging and, and together for intentionally for a purpose and and you're putting on this this show that means more than the sum of its parts it's it's it has to do with the energy and the attitude and the way people are together yeah. in a small packed room like that in new york and uh and it's uncomfortable but you love it and it's too hot and you love it it's too loud and you love it you can't turn around because it's so and that's what's great about it but a lot of people avoid mm-hmm. those and never know what you know what it takes to kind of make rock and roll like that, and why it was made. It's like the that. energy, so, right? It's the energy that? that everybody get. It's the energy in the room. Yeah, it's, it's the energy it, it, that it, everybody's it, giving out. Yeah, it, it's it's the essence of punk, which is you know it, mm-hmm. it, it's it's this kind of sophisticated abandon, you know, like and, and it comes mm-hmm. out of London and New York, New York and London, and it's this kind of I like, like that. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, Jesse has been a re is very he's that for a lot of people. He's been that for me, um, I, you know, f- for me as a mu- as a player as a kid. I you know I I mm-hmm. would grow up with the New York Dolls and and the Ramones and Blondie and those bands and um, but I was never uh, I I would get dressed up for those things. My dad had me dressed oh, up pretty funny. amazingly, so I became a kind of personality uh-huh. at Max's and CB's. And there are pictures online if folks go and Google my name and and write in you know the New York Dolls with my name, they'll see a mm-hmm. video pop up. They'll see pictures of me with you know with Sylvain Sylvain and and with uh, oh, Johnny Thunders awesome. a lot with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with David Johansson, and these are, and 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 I'm like wearing masks, and you know, and and Japanese silks, and like see-through oh, that's plastic great. overalls. Cause my dad would get me, you know, as a player. Oh no, no, no! no. I can imagine. <laughs> no, I can imagine. We had Steve Conti on the show a few times. Um, we've had Jesse on the show. I mean, it's been. You know, it's it's a fun talking to everybody. You know, and yeah. everybody. And you mentioned Blondie. In fact, I want to say to everyone, if you're in LA, they're playing there tonight. So uh, go see Blondie if you're in LA. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a killer show. I was uh, seeing uh, Chris's wife Barbara um, uh, talking about that earlier, but um, I know that you. And your father and your um, mother, you are all really close. And uh, yeah. you talked about your dad's birthday party. 
I only heard about his legendary birthday parties. I I I haven't gone. I've never I've never gotten into New York in time for one, but I know right. that um, he's very known for throwing such great parties. And uh, I heard one year he um, had a bunch of photos on the wall, and people were allowed to just take them off the wall and take them home with them. That Every was great. Year, that's that's part of it. Every year you, you oh, wait wow. until after the birthday cake is served, and then the walls mm-hmm. are free for for the for the attendees oh, wow. to. to could you imagine? And yeah, yeah. No, I wow. know. I, I do. I, I'm up. I'm what some of those pictures are of me and my family, and it's just funny to think oh, that these people great. want to take home really? pictures of no. us on the farm. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, Chris, yeah. really, seriously, it's like people love. They, it's like it's like pop culture. Your dad's very you know, right there, you know, with his yeah. iconic um, photos and, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, there are so many that he's taken that are just kind of like very iconic, like the John Lennon by the Statue of Liberty and the peace sign and, uh, you know, a couple others that are just like, they stand out, you know, that's a Bob Gruen photo, yeah. you know, and yeah. Uh, yeah. now it's like you hear your music and you know, that's a crisp ruined song and uh mm-hmm. you're like making your own way in all this so i think that's really important you have your own identity and you're doing a lot of really great stuff working with a lot of amazing people getting yourself involved in a lot of you know fantastic you have you know once in a lifetime projects like playing these great things in Europe and doing the thing for Joe Strummer, playing mm. with people that, you know, only pe- dreams are made of, you know, kind of like you had you had to be there moment type things. Mm. Um, yeah. That's great. Thank it's you. so great. Thank and yet, and then you get to go home to Vermont, you know. That's right. Like, <laughs> the reward. You know. Oh, that's awesome! Are you writing any new any new tunes right now? Yeah, I'm. I always am, and I have a, I have mm-hmm. the the sketch of an entire new record, uh, kind of waiting. To oh, be really? Finished. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. kind of on the side. Do tell. I, I always have. Yeah, <laughs> just I always have some stuff ready to go. You know, I think most of mm-hmm. us do, but. Um, uh, yeah, I was uh, I was writing a couple of different directions at the same time. There was this project that we just finished, Coast and Refuge, which had its own concept, which were these co-writes from from travels. Uh, and then there was a record that I was kind of writing at home uh, with my wife, uh, helping me a- along as a kind of a collaborator. But you know, um, yeah, I, we have no talk about dates for for a new body of work, but the label has asked me to start preparing to put out a good for you, you know, a new record i don't know what it's going to sound like I, you know we always tease with this idea of a real solo mm-hmm. record we i i do so much of my work in the world face to face with audiences solo i have effect, i have an effective mm-hmm. solo show but i never put out a solo record so maybe it might be something along those lines like really stripped that down that might be cool yeah it might we'll see how it goes what about what about this um, European tour and you taking um, songs, you know, from each gig that you do and kind of doing a, a you know. Oh, you mean live? You mean live collection. captures? 
wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Well, that's a good point. We do have a lot of really excellent live captures now. We've done uh-huh. a lot of shows that have really excellent, you know, recording capacity. So we are talking about putting together a live record, um, that which would is be just going to be a collection of songs that are already released for the most for the most part, um, but are all mm-hmm. done in front of a live audience, different cool venues around the world. That's yeah, that that might happen. Yeah. Too. And if it happens, that I'm going to give you credit because so you just pushed cool. it along. <laughs> no, I think, no, seriously, I, I see, because you told me about all this really cool stuff you're going to be doing in Europe, right? And to mm-hmm. me, it sounds like a dream. It's like you're going here, you're going there. It's like you're playing this and that and a Joe Strummer tribute and this, and you're playing with uh, the Finn. And, and, you know, it's like, wow. <laughs> Could you imagine yeah. taking a song from or, you know, one or two songs even, whatever really resonates with you and what sounds great and what you really like and putting that all together as a complete, you know, together on one CD, you know, or one one LP or whatever. Do you do vinyl? Yeah, so this this Coast and Refuge was the first, record we okay. did on vinyl so vinyl is an I'm option glad I asked. Okay. yeah thank you for right. bringing that up yep yep folks can get a how vinyl many, copy how many did you print i think this first batch i think we did 300 um mm-hmm. just to kind of support the tours that we had plans for sure and uh we mm-hmm. have a, we have a, a we have a plan to revisit we might adjust the the collection of songs a little we might add a song to the to the record is oh, nice. um, on the Ooh. next printing, well, some this pressing, I should say. So we'll see. But mm-hmm. uh, I, that's the thing is that this Coast and Refuge is not. It's not just the name of a, of a record of a collection of songs. It's kind of a concept, right? And the co-writes, and there were more than there are more many more co-writes to add, collaborations to add mm-hmm. to this collection than than we chose to put on the record. So we're putting out an EP probably in a couple of months that will be oh, that will have a remainder of some of these some of these awesome songs and some of the songs on the CP are you know amazing I, I it was really hard not to just stack them all on this record but I, as a appreciator huh? of collections yeah. you don't want to put too many songs on one record mm-hmm. it's just kind of it never it never cycles and and is complete it's hard to listen to 18 songs or 17 songs all in one sitting and um yeah so so look for the next uh the next EP um and the, the next release to probably be an EP and then after that um another new record of new songs completely I don't know if you've ever oh, that's... Uh, have you ever heard Holly have you heard of a guy named Supla from São Paulo Brazil this guy Supla he's an amazing Rocker, yes, kind of punk I've heard the name, but I don't know a lot about him. Tell me, fill me in. Yeah, he he and I also wrote a couple songs together, and that might make it into the okay. next collection of Coast and Refuge. Um, I would just say, and it might, and there's talk of a video for that, so we might uh, we might be putting that together. Keep, keep oh, your I eyes, ears peeled for the Supla songs. Where are you it's, thinking about filming it? Where, where, are you going well, to go on location actually, to film? It's actually going to be an anime. It's going to be a cartoon, I think, if we do Ooh, it. Oh, how cool. Yeah, yeah it's going to be no very way. cool. And it's the only punk music oh, I'll nice. ever be affiliated with up to this point. Uh, these are some of these mm-hmm. songs are real punk songs, so I was, I was really kind uh-huh. of excited to try my hand with Supla at that. Oh, that's so great. Now, see, you get to, like, get to do what 
you like dream about doing, you know, well, you know, do a little yes, bit. One of, of the, one of the things that I've that I've uh-huh. been acquainted with, and but aesthetically yeah. never kind of sidled up to. But if there was anybody, you know, try it out with this guy. Supla is fantastic, and I love him. Uh, he's again, I met really? through Bob, and so he's a really good family friend. And then I toured with him. Do? Jesse J- Jesse Malin had a had him on a as okay. a middle band on a tour I did, mm-hmm. and um, and he was great. He was amazing to watch every night. He's an incredible performer. He's like a big, like buff Billy Idol, but much younger. Like that's that's what he kind of looks like. And I wow. was even a better dresser. So, yeah. <laughs> so is he kind of underground? type of uh, musician. Well, he's Brazilian. He's not underground. He's actually mm-hmm. huge in Brazil. Huge. He's like one of okay. the biggest rockers. Uh, his name is spelled S U P. Yeah, S U P L A. Supla. Okay, I know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now that you tell me, yes. I know the name. I've never seen what he looks like. Wow. A buff Billy Idol. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, he's like a surf, surf punk Brazilian really? punk rocker. Yeah. yeah. That is so cool. And you guys are going to do some, do an animated uh, song. That's yeah, really, really cool. We'll probably put out a, a collection of three. We have two in the can, and we, we're, we're going to put, mm-hmm. put a third in there. And one of the songs will have a video with it. That's what we're hoping for. Now, well, how will you release that? Will that come out on the DVD as a separate thing, um, or will it come out on Blu-ray or what? What we? No, it'll probably the, it'll probably video. it'll probably be a digital and a physical release of you know the record, but nice. the video will be online. The video will be an online thing. Okay. I don't think we'll actually oh, cool. print. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, because I I've been seeing a lot of people what they have been doing is they've been um, doing the songs, and, um, and then they'll go ahead and they'll release, you know, like a a little, you know, comic-type thing, and it'll be online. Mm-hmm. But uh, that sounds so cool. That's great. I'm so happy that uh, we got to do this, and we went over a little bit. I apologize about your time because okay. I know... You know, I know how that was, but sorry about the cutting out. I don't know what's up with the studio today, but I'm I'm hoping my co-host wasn't trying to call in this whole time and couldn't get in. I don't know, but I did email him, and uh, hopefully Spencer will let me know what's up. Maybe he couldn't get through. I'm not sure. But um, we're going to end our show with coming down around me. Um is there anything else you wanted to add or anything else you wanted to say real quick? No, I just really appreciate the, the chance to come back on with you, Holly. And, uh, Are you kidding? Listeners in that area, it's always a pleasure. That's awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. Well, thank you so much for, you know, calling in. And uh, we're going to end our show with coming down around me. And uh, with that, it's Friday, guys. Don't drink and drive. And enjoy mm-hmm. the eclipse. And uh, wherever my co-host is, I hope you're okay. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll tell. I'll tell, sir. And I'm sure Spencer will be in touch with you, Chris, and uh, let you know. Cool. I'm sure he got caught up somewhere because I know he's got some vi- a vinyl event coming up soon. So he'll be interested to hear about your vinyl that you're 
going to be released, that you're releasing on this and pressing some more. But um, with that, we're going to end with coming down around me. And um, thank you so much for tuning in again if you missed the beginning of the show. Chris Gruen, uh, Coast and Refuge will be available on iTunes and then on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio On Demand. And we'll be back next Friday. Um, and thank you so much for tuning in. And, uh, Chris, have a beautiful weekend. And you too, uh, say Ollie. hi to your parents for me. You too. Have a good All one. Right. Here you guys go. You're very welcome. Bye. Have his day. I woke up today.